This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 140 is going to be from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. If you are looking for your purpose in this life, look no further than God's word, because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 read, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God has a will for our lives. And it's our responsibility to find out what that will is. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It's through study that we find how to be approved of by God. And this is our purpose in this life, to seek out how to be pleasing to God. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, the Bible says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. It is our purpose in this life to seek out what God's will is for us. And we do this by study of his word. And then it is our purpose to put that word into practice in our lives, to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. And this is not unreasonable for God to ask of us, because he is the creator. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God created us, and thus he has the right to tell us how to live. If you have a potter creating a clay bowl, he molds that clay however he desires into its final product. Well, God is our creator. He is the potter, and we are the clay in his hands. And he has the right to tell us how to live our life. He tells us not to be conformed to this world. Don't conform yourself to this world. I am not using the clay in my hands to mold you into the world, but I'm using the clay in my hands to mold you in my image, to mold you into what I want you to be, by transforming your mind. And the mind that we are to put into ourselves is God's. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And because Jesus is God, John chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, He wants us to be like Him. And it's when we do this, when we become like His Son, by putting his mind in ours, that we prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Because Jesus always did those things that please the Father. John chapter 8 and verse 29. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. And see, if we want to be like God, if we're going to allow him to be the potter and for us to be the clay, then we are going to be like his son and always strive to do those things that please him. If you're looking for purpose in this life, look no further than God's word, because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. And his perfect will for us 
is in his word. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. If we want to become like his son, he has left us a guide for how we need to do that. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. You see, that's what Jesus did. He always sought the righteousness of God. He always sought God first, even when it was not his own will. When he came to the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed three times that the cup might pass from him. But ultimately, he concluded, Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Our purpose in this life is to find out what God's perfect will is for us. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 32 and 33, the Bible says, Therefore you shall be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. And so God wants his people to live the way that he is commanding them to live. You see, in Old Testament times, the law was the purpose of these Israelites. Live this way. God commands you to live this way. Don't turn to the left or to the right of what I command you, God would say. And so your purpose is to do what God wants you to do. And that is still our purpose today. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Our purpose on this life is to seek God's perfect will through obeying his commandments for us. In Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 through 9, the Bible says, Only be strong and very courageous, speaking to Joshua, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good successes. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Only be strong and very courageous. This was their purpose in this life. Be strong and courageous for God, and observe everything which he commands you to do. Don't turn to the left or to the right, and you'll prosper in this land. If you're looking for your purpose in this life, look no further than God's word, because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. We have a responsibility to serve God and to find out what he wants for us. Our purpose in this life is to live how God wants us to live. In Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12, the Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. We don't know how to lead our own life. What seems right to us ends in death. We need to seek God's way out for us. We need to use his word as a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our way. Psalms 119 and verse 105. When we do this, we can see to walk down the path. But when we start following our own heart and what seems right to me, then we are going to find the path of death, the path that leads away from God. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 talk about two paths, one that leads to God. 
that's narrow and straight, and another one that leads away from God, which is broad and easy to walk down. And when we do what we think is right, opposed to what God says is right, because it seems right to us, we're walking down that broad path. We're walking away from the light and walking in darkness. And we have no way of guiding ourselves because God's word is the only way that is going to guide us to him. If you are looking for purpose in this life, look no further than God's word because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, the book says, The words of the preacher, the son of David, king of Jerusalem, Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. Solomon was looking for something that would make him happy apart from God. And he would try everything. And his conclusion would be, Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. The wisest man that ever lived says, all is vanity. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. If we are looking for purpose apart from God, apart from God's word, all is vanity. And the book of Ecclesiastes is all about this. Again, Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 8. The Bible says, vanity of vanity, says the preacher, all is vanity. He would search everywhere for something that would make him happy apart from God, something that would give purpose to his life apart from God's word and serving God. But his conclusion would be all is vanity. There's nothing out there that is going to give your life purpose if you're not serving God. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14, he gives his final conclusion to this. Let's listen to what Solomon said about this, about looking for happiness or purpose apart from God. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. And so the wisest man that ever lived was looking for happiness and purpose apart from God. And he looked everywhere. He didn't leave anything out. Nothing was withheld from him. And at the end of the book, he concludes, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. Man is made up of nothing more than serving God. This is man's purpose. And apart from that, we are nothing. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. We can't hide from God. Our purpose is to serve him and to keep his commandments and to look for his will in our lives. If you are looking for your purpose in this life, look no further than God's word. Because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. Man's purpose in this life is not to get married. Man's purpose in this life is not his wife or his spouse. Man's purpose in this life is not his children. Man's purpose in this life is not his work or his career. Man's purpose in this life is not all the goods that he stores up in this world. Man's purpose in this life is to serve God with all his heart, soul, and mind. To love God and to keep his commandments. Because God is going to bring every work into judgment. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, for he's appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. That day is coming. 
And our purpose here is to serve him while we're here. In Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23, the Bible says, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. I don't have the capability of directing my steps to heaven. Jesus is the only one that does. In John chapter 14 and verse 6, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. We cannot make it to the Father in any other way than serving Jesus. We cannot make it to the Father going by any other means. It's not in myself to direct my own steps. No man that has ever lived other than Jesus could have done this, but Jesus chose to follow the Father's steps. He chose to follow the Father's will. Not my will, but thine be done. Jesus, the perfect man, did not even direct his own steps. He allowed the Father to do so. How can I, being imperfect, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, how can I, being imperfect, expect to direct my own steps? My purpose is to allow God to direct my steps and to correct me and to mold me and shape me into what he wants me to be. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, the Bible says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Our responsibility, our purpose, seek first the kingdom of God. Don't even worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about the things and troubles that are coming around the corner. Worry about seeking God right now and finding his righteousness. And God's going to take care of us. He's going to make sure that we're taken care of. Even if we're not taken care of in this world, we have a reward waiting for us in heaven if we have served him the way that he desires to be served. If you're looking for purpose in this life, look no further than God's word because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. In Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, Jesus's purpose in this life for the, <clears throat> for the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus would give us this purpose in our lives to go into all the world. In Mark chapter 16 and verses 15 and 16, he would say this again, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. This is our purpose because it's given to us by God, who is the Creator who has the right to mold and shape our lives into what he wants it to be. Again, our purpose in this life is not our work, our spouse, our money, our children. Our purpose in this life is to find what is acceptable to God, his perfect will. If you are looking for your purpose in this life, look no further than God's word, because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, the Bible says, therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Our purpose in this life is to glorify God to whatever we do in word or deed. We are to give him the glory. We are to do all in his name or by his authority. That is our purpose. If you're looking for your purpose in this life, look no further than God's word. 
because humanity's purpose in this life is to serve God and find his perfect will. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.